We last described why is it Bechesed, Mechal Kelchaim. In what way is it Chesed? We mentioned it could have sustained us with bland drink and food. The fact that it has texture, flavor, pleasant aroma is a Chesed, is a loving kindness. Not only does the food sustain, but it also brings pleasure, and that's an incredible Chesed that he does. I saw another Pshat, Mechal Kelchaim Bechesed. You know, Kodesh Baruch gives us life, he sustains life, he continues life. But we don't all take advantage of that life only for good things. There are people who have air in their lungs and a heart beating in their chest and they use that life force to, in fact, disobey the will of Hashem. To, in fact, disregard what Hashem wants. So you'd think that the sustainer of life sustains life conditionally. He gives us life and sustains life when we do His will. If we cease to do His will, then he doesn't have to sustain life. That's why he's mechal kalchayim bechesed. The chesed is he never gives up on us. The chesed is it's not conditional. The chesed is we have access to what we need in order to live, whether we're using that life in a way that gives him nachas ruach, or whether we're violating the very purpose of why we're here. Either way, he continues to sustain life because he believes in us. He's giving us another chance. He has hope for us. And we should have that hope in ourselves. That's implicit in these words. So many kavanas, so much intention we can have. The more we take the words for granted, the less we think about what they mean. So these opening, these brachas, we say them three times a day. We say them every day, Shabbos and Yantav too. These are the static brachas, the ones that don't change. But these are also rich with opportunity to pause, to meditate, to reflect, to think. Mechal kelchayim v'chesed. Shemot chesed. That you didn't only give me food and drink, you gave me things that taste good, that I enjoy. And Hashem, you didn't do it conditionally only when I obey. Even when I disobey and disregard, even when I'm disobedient, nevertheless, you continue to sustain me because you believe in me. You're Mechal Kelchayim, my life. Chesed. What a Chesed that you continue to believe in me that you believe. And so another Pshat, Mechal Kelchayim, Chesed. What's the Chesed? If you look in our life, there are people who don't know how they're going to keep a roof over their head. There are people who don't know how they'll pay the next bill, the next electric bill, how they'll put the next meal on the table. And yet, they scrounge, somehow they get it done. The Jewish community extraordinarily, miraculously, coordinates unbelievable chesed to ensure that nobody falls through the crack, that nobody is homeless, that no one goes without food, that no one is deprived of Jewish education. So one of the areas in our life where we can most see, it's most revealed, Hashem's guiding hand, hashkacha pratis, that divine providence, is when we consider, when we consider. Sometimes it's with a lot of anxiety and anxiousness. Sometimes it's not easy. It's with a lot of pressure and stress. But at the end of the day, when we fall asleep at night with a roof over our head, with something in our stomach, he's mechal kachayim b'chesed. In Parnassa, areas of Parnassa sometimes are the area where you see a gila shechina, pratis, divine providence, more than any other. We mentioned last time the distinction between mechalkel and zan. The dafka, we're using the word mechalkel, from the word kol v'chol, Kodesh Baruch gives each what they need, mechalkel, you're giving each what they need, and that is a chesed. So several asked, and it's a very good question, what do you mean? Here we say mechalkel chayim b'chesed. We say chesed is appropriate for mechalkel, but zan, to sustain mezonos, the Gemara says in Baba Basra, aim bodkin lemezonos. It's miradin, it's just, that if God created us, he has to create what sustains us. We should have access to the food that will prolong us. So that's not called chesed. Problem is, we say somewhere else, zan, mezonos, also come with chesed. Where do we say that? Everyone's gluten-free here. 
bunch of gluten-free diets. Hazanas kolom There, we're using the word zan, and we're also invoking chen chesed v'rachamim. So it's brought down, some address that. When Sitter Snippets gets up to benching, we'll cover it. Then we continue. That's how you get, get you to stay with us. So, what are Rachamim Rabim? What are Rachamim Rabim? So here we point to the Gemara in Sanhedrin. Gemara in Sanhedrin, Sadi Aleph tells us, How will Trias HaMesim occur? How will we be resurrected and brought back to life? Dressed or naked without clothing? We're born, we first come into, it sounds like an absurd question, right? We don't begin to appreciate or understand. We don't have no experience with resurrection. But if you compare it to the origin of life, how are we brought into this world to begin with? Nobody's born clothed. Everyone's born and brought into this world without clothing, arumim. So when we are recreated, when we are reborn, when we are resurrected, are we resurrected with our clothing or or naked. So the Gemara concludes, Kavachomer, some of you are panicked right now. The Gemara concludes, Kavachomer mechita. Machita shenik bararuma yotza bekama levushin, tzadikin shenik baram belevushayim, alachas kama vekama. The Gemara concludes a Kavachomer from wheat. Just like wheat, we already spoke about the connection between the rain and the resurrection. That the way something grows, you put a seed in the ground and it disintegrates. It spoils, it rots, it dies. And from it, germinates and it blossoms and it generates new life. That's what gives birth to what comes from that seed. And similarly, a person who goes into the ground, from it comes life. So the chita, the wheat kernel, how does the wheat kernel emerge from the ground? The wheat kernel comes in a stalk and with a husk. It has layers of clothing. So just like the wheat kernel doesn't, it's not born the resurrection of the wheat kernel, the resurrection of the wheat kernel doesn't come back into the world naked. Allah has kama v'kama. And that's the pshat says the it's Yosef. Mechayemesim berachamim rabim. Mechayemesim is already a rachamim. The fact that it's not all over. The neshama that longs to be reunited with the guf, that feels and identifies with the guf, because Baruch is mechayemesim, he resurrects the dead. Berachamim, that's a rachamim. The rachamim rabim is that he does so and he brings us back to life. And we don't re-emerge into this world naked, but rather clothed. And therefore, it's not rachamim, it's rachamim rabim. Now, the question is, I'll leave this off. When we're brought back into this world, what age? With hair, once we went bald, when we were heavy, when we lost weight, when we are athletic and robust and, and agile, when we're aged, when does mechai, when does chiyas amesim? How are we brought back? What stage of life? What do we look like? Okay, the good news is we're wearing clothing. That's good. Baruch Hashem. So far, that's good news. But what else about us? If we were compromised, do we come back compromised? Are we healed? Pick up with that next time.